The Pickup Show. How's it going? Hey, bro. What's good? Hello? Yeah, hello? Okay, can mm-hmm. you hear me? Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, man, so got a new phone. Realized it didn't have a headphone jack. So first, we're going to try something like this. Hey, man, I, I, just between me and you, my, my tablet ain't got no headphone jack, so I've been recording without headphones for, like, past couple of episodes. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to see what it is. All right, so today we're going to talk about the draft. Winners, losers, keep it super simple. And also, obviously, if you guys know, a lot has happened. Uh, a lot. A lot, yeah. So we're going to talk about a few teams who have been very active. Uh, we're not going to – later on, we're going to – our next podcast, plural, we'll get into, like, uh, preseason. Not preseason, but, uh, yeah, preseason. The crazy, free, the crazy free agent frenzy, right? Not really. I don't want to do that. I want to do just do like a all right preseason previews. I guess you know what I'm saying yeah, for yeah. for the conference for the West Coast and then the East Coast, and we're there. We can talk about who we think is going to make the playoffs slash play in and all that award predictions. We could throw those in there as well. Exactly. So that's what it would be. But it'll be two different podcasts: the West Coast and the East Coast. So Ooh. yeah. I mean, so, the East yeah. has gotten a little, like, uh, has gotten so much more interesting that, you know, it, it warrants its own episode now. Exactly. I'm excited. Low I'm key, man. Low key. All right. So, I don't know. Where where do you want to start? Do you want to start? Um, how do you want to start this, George? I say let's just start with your winners and losers. I wasn't okay. too, too familiar with this year's draft. Um, so mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and get your thoughts on those. All right. Well, first of all, I'm not. I don't have them as my winners, but I would like to say Cade Cunningham to Detroit. That's a big dub for Detroit. Uh, they've been shitted on for so long. You know, just yep. there's some light at the end of the tubble, tunnel, especially after the whole Blake Griffin fiasco. Yeah. I'm not saying they're a winner. I'm just saying, you know, I'm happy for them. I think Cade's going to be a great, 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 uh, great player for them. Yeah, no, it looks like it, and just he just he just seems to bring the right mentality, the right energy. I I, I liked his reference to trying to bring back the bad boys. So I mean, he, yeah. he, just, he said and did all the right things on draft day, and 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 I'm sure Detroit's just super excited to see what he's going to do there. He really did, and that's something that I respect because he could have been like a a Zach Levine, <laughs> a a Steve Francis and say like, I don't want to go to Detroit, but like he really embraced it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I'm going to go to my first winner, but Houston Rockets number two pick also wanted to go to Detroit. And that is something you don't hear. Yeah. No, definitely. You don't hear, I want to go to Detroit. I think when it comes like similarly to, you know, you mentioned uh, Zach Levine, with Detroit, at least you have some sort of a history behind the franchise. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas in Minnesota, unfortunately, they 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 have yet to to uh, win a championship. They've had they had some fairly competitive teams um, back, I believe, in the early two thousands, but it never really got over the hump. So I don't know if team history plays into something, especially with the uh, you know these kids playing basketball their whole lives. They know the game. They know the history for the most part. Um, uh-huh. And I just feel like when you hear Detroit, you can think, you know, bad boys, Isaiah Thomas, 
you think Minnesota, you know, you think Kevin Garnett. But other than that, at least in, in my opinion, there's just not a winning history there. And I don't know if that maybe brings the negative emotions out of players. Maybe, maybe. So let's go to my first winner, the Houston Rockets. They got out Jalen Green, who has who has a Mamba mentality. He has a flashback mentality, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. I think he's gonna that's gonna take him really, really far. So just getting him and mixing him up with uh Sangoon. I'm not really familiar with Sangoon, but they got him at number 16. Mm-hmm. Someone I really like for their team who they grabbed at the 23rd pick was Usman Garuba. He actually yeah. played for Spain in ah. the Olympics and he's a he's a high motor defense first guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You have him as a small ball center. He's really athletic and uh the only thing you got to worry about is fouls at least early on, but I really like his game. Hopefully, you know, if he can clean up his defense, it'll be a nice piece for them. Possibly uh more for depth. But exactly. I also, re- also recall seeing like Jalen Green. Uh he's playing with like a former teammate of his. No, and yep. Houston or something like that. So, yep, that's, that's what I'm going to bring up. Number 24, oh, gotcha. Joshua Christopher, who we talked about earlier uh, in our previous podcast. He was uh, out of Mayfair High School right here in L.A. Oh. Um, a bucket getter. Bucket getter. Very great personality, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he went to ASU, and it didn't really work out. I don't know if it was the system. I don't know what it was, but. Just the fact that they got Joshua Christopher, an old teammate of Jalen Green, who killed it in the AAU circuit when they were together, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see that. And what's awesome is that you bring in someone who you're hoping to become the face of your franchise, and you're bringing someone um, with him already where where there's already an established chemistry. So hopefully that that can help Jalen Green be a little bit more comfortable now as he transitions from the G League to the NBA. And then, uh, you know, let's not forget that Kevin Porter Jr. is already there. So, yeah, um, Christian, yeah. Wood. Christian Wood. Team, mm-hmm. I mean, Houston looks like it's about to be a really fun team. I don't know if they're a playoff contender yet, but no. it's 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 going to be, um, if we look at Memphis a couple of years back, just a really fun team to keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to see what Houston does. You know, Dying it looks too. like they're, uh, they're moving on pretty well from James Harden. And you know what's crazy, bro, is like we said that uh, when John Morant got drafted, that was just two years ago. Yeah. And look at them now. Like they made the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. obviously they lost. But um, like we said, we said from the get-go, they're going to be a very fun team to watch. And I like that reference. You use that as an example, and I feel the same way about Houston. Mm-hmm. I agree. So. Uh, this one, I think I'm very biased because uh, the guys that they got were not <laughs> in my sleeper picks at all. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So but it's, it's the Los uh, Angeles Clippers. Okay. Um, they got kid with the 21st pick, Keon Johnson, mm-hmm. who is an athletic freak. He reminds me of a, a more athletic Terrence Mann. Oh, okay. He, he has to work on that. He needs to work on the offensive end. Needs to work on his shot and all that, but he's a dog on defense. You know what I'm saying? And that is something yeah. you always need in the league. Mm-hmm. If you could have yeah. that one guy, whether it's off the bench or in your starting lineup, who you know can go in and 
you know, do work against the other team's best player. I'm not saying that that he's that guy, but if you can find that guy, I mean, that's just a tremendous asset to have on your team. Exactly. I agree. And with the 33rd pick, they got Jason Preston. Uh, Jason Preston, University of Ohio, point guard, had like a four-inch growth spurt. And actually, he had a really good, nice backstory. Like, he didn't have any offers coming out coming out of high school. Uh, his friend actually talked him into going to a prep school. Oh, wow. The kid, the kid made his own mixtape from one game and then got offered from just that mixtape. And the now he's a NBA player. Media nowadays, right? Jeez. Yeah. Now he's an NBA player. So shout out That's to awesome. him. He, he's actually a really good, like, really good kid. And he's also really decent. You know, I think he's like 6'3, six, 6'4 six, point guard, knows how to distribute, knows how to get to the basket. There's a lot to like about Jason Preston. Okay. You said he's like. out of what college? I'm sorry. Or where do you, where do you play? Ohio. University of Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Not the Ohio State, right? Not the Ohio State. Got it. And then the last person they got with the 51st pick uh, is BJ Boston. BJ Boston played with Bronny James at Sierra Canyon. I brought him up last last podcast. Yeah. In high school, he was a bucket. bucket. I believe you had him as a sleeper, too. I did it. I had him in the category of what's going to happen. I didn't Got do it. any. I just did. Like, it's interesting to see what happened with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. John was all American. I think he was number seven player in the nation his senior year. Um, a lot of potential just didn't work out in Kentucky. He couldn't buy a fucking basket. Yeah. But I think and he's also one of those players that played with uh, Bronny James, correct? Isn't he like one of the first couple of like Bronny's teammates to now be playing in the league with Bronny's dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, he had a lot of success in L.A. And knowing that he's in L.A. Uh, and honest, honestly, with the 51st pick, it, why not? If the potential is there. If the potential is there, I mean, 51, uh, at that point, you're, you're drafting solely based on potential. Exactly. You're, you're just going for a home run. So yeah, I'm, basically. I'm and let's hope that this could work out that way, especially like, you know, if, if he's from the area. I mean, there's no better story than that. Well, he's originally from Georgia, but he moved here his senior year to play at Sierra Canyon. It's kind of weird. Is that where he had like his most like success? In Sierra Canyon? Yeah. No, he had some success at Georgia. I mean, but oh, okay, right. obviously with knowing that you're going to play with Bronny's, LeBron James' son. You know, the hype is going to be there. Yep. And I'm sure they knew they were going to do a documentary, and that's probably what made him transfer. Mm. Like, okay. it makes sense, you know? No, yeah, uh, and, and just going back to Jason Preston, um, now that I see who he is, yeah, he's the one that was super happy when he just got drafted to be a Clipper. I, I know you sent me the post. Yeah. And it's just like, honestly – Going back to what you said, too, you got some of these uh, these players where it's just they just don't seem grateful to get the opportunity, and this dude just seems so so elated. So yeah, I, you know, I wish him nothing but the best as as he goes start with the Clippers. I agree, man. My next one, next winner, are the Charlotte Hornets. George, you know, we've been talking, we've been talking about this dude, James Boom. Boom. 
And I said, if Memphis could get James Boatnight, oh, my God, him and John Moran would be lethal. Obviously, Memphis didn't do that. They swung big on Zaire Williams, who also played with Bronny. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that he's playing with LaMelo Ball and knowing how LaMelo is and knowing how super athletic James Boatnight is with Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington, mm-hmm. holy shit, it's going to be fun. And I'm excited. Tell you what, I know we had talked about how, yeah, if he goes to to Memphis, how fun it would be. Seeing him land in Charlotte really just makes it a 1A, 1B situation. Um, yeah. And honestly, it's 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 exciting to see what he's gonna do there in Charlotte. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun. And and now I, I actually feel more comfortable saying that Charlotte is now that team that you can look at as well. Um, as a team to keep your eye on. It's just it's gonna be super fun uh-huh. and just to see where it goes. So Charlotte and Houston right now trending in the right direction. I agree. And they also got Ty Jones, who was one of my sleepers. I said earlier, I said last podcast, he just needs like a good point guard to play with. Super athletic, high motor, alley-oop threat, and no better person than fucking LaMelo Ball. Yep. He's now going to go and play with one of probably the best up-and-coming point guards in the league. Exactly. So, like, oh, man. That starting by Kai Jones. That starting by is crazy. I shouldn't so much say best because I I don't think he's there yet, but one of the uh, most talented with so much potential. There you go. Yeah. And then the last two, JT Thor out of Auburn. That's not a bad pick. With the 56th pick, they got Scotty Lewis, who was, I think, in 2019 ESPN ranked number 10. Uh, He's the wing. Just in Florida, I just don't think it fit his system, what he does. And it's okay, but getting a top 10 recruit at 56, that's not bad at all. That's mm-hmm. a swing. It's like similar yeah. to DJ Ponson. Yeah, right, I have four more winners. All right, my next one, as if you've been watching the, the, the Summer League, you're not surprised at all. It's the Golden State Warriors. Okay. They had to trade Eric Pascal to Utah because due to some money issues. Mm. But Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody were hooping. I think both had over 15 points. Both had over five rebounds. And some. I think one of them had like three or four assists. Like getting both these guys at seven and 14 is a fucking steal. Jonathan Kaminga was talked about as a top five, top mm-hmm. five draft prospect. Moses Moody should have been gone, according to ESPN analysis, should have been gone in within the top eight picks. Just getting those two at seven and 14, oh, my gosh, steal, steal, steal. I know you were you were very happy when you saw that those two uh, players ended up with the Warriors. Um, I know you, you messaged me right away. Fortunately, I, I didn't get to catch the, the Summer League game, but that's probably – something that I will make a point to catch the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> now yeah. that you, uh, you mentioned what they did. Um, I mean, yeah, good for the Warriors. I mean, I, they're a team that built through the draft to start, and it looks like now that those players are getting a little bit older, they're, they're going back to what they know, and that's just, just drafting good quality players that tend to slide or either people overlook their talent, and but apparently the Warriors don't. Yeah. Um, and yeah, 
I mean, the Golden State Warriors just continue to following to to follow that that winning formula that they that they've had down there for almost a decade now. I agree, man. I agree, and I didn't realize like summer league is like now. Yeah, and, like COVID summer too, man. It's like holy shit. But anyways, my next one, it's kind of it's kind of odd because we're going to talk about them later. But the New Orleans Pelicans actually did good. Uh, they're one of my winners. They picked up Trey Murphy out of Virginia. I was super high on him. I'm still super high on him. I think he's mm-hmm. like a 6'9", 6'8", to 6'9", player. Um, defensive presence, 3 and D, can protect the rim. I think, I think you can play... Let's say I don't even know who the fuck their starting point guard is now. Uh, I don't know who their starting point guard is now, the Pelicans. But at the three, four, five, you can have Ingram, Zion, and Murphy. You can have all of them play together, and it'll be fine. And I think that's what the Pelicans need. Mm-hmm. And at the 35th pick, second round, they got Herbert Jones out of Alabama. Herbert Jones was Mr. Do-It-All. He was like, he would defend, he would block, he would shoot the three, he would dunk on you. He just did everything for Alabama. He was kind of like the source of Alabama's offense. They kind of went through him. So getting mm-hmm. him at 35 for the bench, that's such a big steal for me. And they're both my sleeper picks, so I had to add them. Oh, definitely, definitely. I know Trey Murphy is the one you mentioned in the last podcast as well who was rising up draft boards towards uh, closer to the draft day, correct? Yeah. Yeah, last uh, two more teams. Just before uh, we move on, though, I see New Orleans. If anything, um, it's looking like it may be Devontae Graham. I know he signed a free agent deal, so um, it's looking like he may be the starting point guard unless they decide to give Kyra Lewis a shot at that starter. I mean, yeah, or the two uh, options they got, or Nikhil Alexander. Well, that's another one as well. Yeah, the next team. I put them as winners because they got two of my sleeper picks, but the fit is weird. The first one is Chris Duarte from Oregon, the 24-year-old rookie, uh, just flat-out hooper, flat-out aggression, like both uh, plays both ways on offense and defense. A lot to like about him. And the la- the next one was Isaiah Jackson out of Kentucky, the center. High motor, big, alley-oop threat, can guard one through five. I put him as a winner, but I don't know how they're going to fit him with Sabonis and Miles Turner. I feel like they just continue, continue to disrespect Miles Turner. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I agree. And and at this point, it's, it's almost like, you know, teams have interest in him, but it just seems like Indiana doesn't pull the trigger on it. But yet mm. they keep on finding ways to, as you mentioned, disrespect them. So. At this point, it's like either, you know, let him play the way he can play or just let him thrive somewhere else at this point. Exactly. Exactly. And the last one, which I was actually very surprised with, because they actually ended up drafting five players, is the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, look at this. I'm only going to talk about two guys. The first one, Cam Thomas, bona fide score from LSU. How do you get Cam Thomas all the way at 27? Cam Thomas reminds me of like a Lou 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 Will ish player. Ooh, those okay. high motor guys, like offensive mm-hmm. juggernaut. That's Cam yeah. Thomas. He's actually holds the points record for the EYBL. That's like some AAU league. Mm-hmm. 
and he holds a record and everyone plays there and he's a top dog. As if Brooklyn needed more scoring, right? Exactly. <laughs> and the next person they got, they got in a few more guys, but I just want to highlight this one is Kessler yeah. Edwards is the 44th pick. Um, 6'8", came out of Pepperdine, long, lengthy player. Uh, he can defend. He can get his own shot a little bit. Um, this one could be not only a project, but uh, like just fill up some minutes too for obviously mm-hmm. KD and James Harden. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing him play early on, just because his physical abilities is like really good. So, yeah, and he was supposed to go late in the first round. They got him at forty-four. So shout out to Brooklyn. So that's a steal. Not only that, but even if he is a, a project, I mean, Brooklyn right now they have a pretty assuming everything works out well, they have a pretty long window at this moment. So they definitely have time to take a chance on a project and hopefully continue to contend even after these guys maybe hang it up or they move on from Brooklyn. Yeah, that is true because they can leave after next season. Well, let's see, let's see how much he can improve in a year at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So let's go to the losers, okay? Uh, First loser, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they didn't draft anyone. Uh, they traded Ricky Rubio, uh, for Torian Prince, which was interesting. Um, and they couldn't get out rid of Jarrett Culver. Like, they're just wasting Carl Anthony Towns' time at this point. Like, even mm-hmm. if, even though they traded D'Lo, like, I still wouldn't be surprised if he demands a trade because this is ridiculous. What I find crazy, though, is that um, I think it may have been a Bleacher Report article. They haven't played a whole lot of games together, D'Lo and, and, and Towns, because when e- either one's healthy and the other's hurt or vice versa. And, it, and it's, I mean, you, you hate to blame timing, but I guess their timing is just way off. And they just haven't been able to put it together there. And, mm-hmm. I mean, something's got to give. This is just, it's, it's similar to the Miles Turner situation. Um just, just let him go. Let him go somewhere where again he could thrive. Uh, D'Lo has become just a, a liability to be injured year in and year out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Minnesota just needs to start from scratch again. Yeah, I agree. My next uh, loser, the Toronto Raptors, um, drafting Scotty Barnes at number four. I'm not sure why. Um. And Would you someone, say it's a reach? It is a reach because he doesn't have anything on offense. Nothing. Oh. And at four, obviously, what do you need? You need offense. If you're the number fourth pick, you're going to be starting. Um, yeah. I heard some people saying that they might trade Pascal Siakam. Uh, I don't know where they're going. I don't know if they're trying to compete still or not. But I will say this, though. If they keep Fred Van Lee, they keep Pascal, I can see Pascal moving to the five instead of playing the four and have Scotty Barnes play the four. But then that just clogs up. That that doesn't do good in space because Pascal is in a good three-point shooter. So it's just, it's it's, I don't know, you know? I mean... <laughs> To be what two three years removed from the championship and to go this and to now be here, 
I mean, the NBA comes at you fast, right? Um, and does. I think it all just really comes from not being able to re-sign Kawhi, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like Kawhi has done anything for his team. Since that, well, I mean, maybe they needed each other just as much. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. My next loser. Enough on Kawhi, though. Enough on Kawhi. Enough on Kawhi for now. Next loser loser are the Orlando Magic Guards. (sighs) The fact that Jalen Suggs went all the way to number five is disrespectful. He's probably Mm -hmm. one of the best, is the best guard, like point guard in this draft class. And um, he's already better than all of the guards that they have. So. No, Jalen Suggs is going to play. I just hope he doesn't get hurt because if you've known Orlando, they all yep. seem to get hurt. And or- that was – I feel like that was the first thing I hit you up with. It's – I just I just, I just, just feel bad when kids get when, – when these players get drafted by Orlando because it's just not – it doesn't seem like a good environment. It doesn't seem like a good culture. And uh-huh. they just need to figure their shit out. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, I agree, and um, it's gonna be interesting. I know R.J. Hampton and Jalen Suggs. I guess, I guess they played also on a team together. Okay. Uh, but you also have Markel. You also have Cole Anthony. You have I don't know. That's that's five. Am I doing my math right? No, maybe I think you're four. Four young point guards, and they're not even like two guards. They're point guards. Yeah. Like, what do you do with all that? I mean, you know, Markel's not going to be – he's going to be injury-prone, sadly. Mm-hmm. Cole Anthony's just, kind of injury-prone, too, so. You just got to go small, I guess. <laughs> go, go small. All right, my next loser is the 76ers. They could not trade Ben Simmons. Nope. That's but why to, they're losing. To be fair, they're just asking for way too much. Um, I mean, four first-round picks – for a guy who can't shoot, if if he had a shot, he would be worth that, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But if he had a shot, he, I don't think Philly would be in this situation. Well, exactly. We, we, we can start with that. But to ask for four first-round picks for a guy who can't shoot doesn't seem to have the worth the work ethic to want to learn. Um, I mean, you're just asking for too much, and 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 teams teams don't see that value in Ben Simmons. Quite frankly, I don't. Um, I think. Philadelphia should be happy to get two to three first rounders or, you know, maybe two first and two second rounders. Um, but to be asking for four first, it's just, they're trying to, they're trying to get away with robbery here and it's, it's <laughs> no one's going to let them do that. Yeah. All right. My next one are the Oklahoma city thunder. Look, uh, last draft, they drafted Theo Maldon. They have Shay. Well, at the time, they still had Kemba, but not anymore. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, at number six, they they reached out my end and got Josh Giddy, um, the Australian dude, uh, six yes. eight, and I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's yeah. ready. I think he's a two year project. And I you mean, know. if if Oklahoma wants to keep doing all these projects, then go ahead. But to me, there was NBA talent ready to go at six, and they chose someone who's not ready. I mean, they got time. They have hella I'll time. Say that. 
I'll say that. I'll say that much. I mean, it's yeah. not like they're going to be a serious contender at any point. Yeah. Um, and and I also know that they took a project in uh, what was it? Is uh, it Pokachevsky? So I mean, he had a couple flashes here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like I said, yeah, they have time. They have a young, established point guard. Now it's just a matter of hopefully being able to get the right pieces to put around him. Um, they already locked him up long term, so they kind of just bought themselves more time now to see how this works out. Yeah, what I didn't understand is like at the 18th pick, they also picked a guard again in Trey Mann from Florida. So it's like I'm, you need depth, I, I guess, right? <laughs> I I guess, but to me, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? I see I something happening to Oklahoma. I've seen this before, and we're gonna get into it later on. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I understand taking Trey Mann if they already had the intention of trading Kemba. Yeah, but they already have like they already have Shea, Theo, Maldon, and they have someone else. I can't remember, but okay, Adam, it is what it is. But they're mind losers. Uh, next one are the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs already have young guards, right, George? Yeah. They got Ron Walker. They got Dejounte Murray. They got Kelton Johnson. Derek they White. They got Derek White. Like they got guards. And what did they fucking do, George? What did they do? Just guess. Just guess. They drafted a guard. They drafted a guard. Not only a guard, they kind of reached Joshua Primo. I like him. I like him. He's actually one of my sleeper picks from Alabama. Gives me a Nick Young vibes, right? He's the youngest player in the draft. I like him. But at 12, this just goes to show that San Antonio was done. Yeah. And better think Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili for their success. And David Robinson. Can't forget David Robinson. Yeah. For their success. Because without them and actually being like disciplined, listening to pop, without them, San Antonio would be like Minnesota. Yeah. And so now this, they get to probably be more like the Bulls. You had a nice run. Now here come the, the hard times. Exactly. So, I mean, I like Joshua Primo. I wish him nothing but success. But, fuck, the Spurs just, I don't get it. And I'm hearing, I don't know if this is true, and I kind of hope this doesn't happen, that the Spurs might be looking to trade for Ben Simmons. Oh, they have a lot of young assets to do it, but don't do that to yourself. That won't work. That won't work. And speaking ben of Simmons Ben Simmons, is the I believe... opposite of everything. Oh that yeah, stand for. You want discipline. You want hard work. You want you know good work ethic. You kind of look. The opposite direction of Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. And then my last Ben Simmons, I believe he just, uh, I believe I don't know if it broke today. Um, he has interest in going to the Warriors. I mean, that would probably be the best fit for him. Hey, I got interest in going to the Warriors. Don't mean I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right, and then my last one, my last loser, Luka Doncic. Yeah. The Mavericks didn't do shit. And no. even with these trades, I think they gave away players. They re-signed Tim Hardaway, but 
nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these guys, it can't be both. If it's both, that's crazy. Either Zion or Luka are going to decline their extension with their teams and sign somewhere else. And I don't think that has happened in a very, very, very long time. Uh, I'm going to have to say it's going to be Zion. I, I firmly believe it's Zion. Probably. Okay. So I have a list of teams I wanted to talk about, George, because obviously yes. this offseason has been fucking crazy. We're yep. going to start off with your team. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. AKA the retirement center. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was about to I was about to say I could describe this team with one phrase. What year is it, right? Um <laughs> all right, talk to him. So everyone knows the trade. It was like a five-team trade, I guess, but no matter what, Westbrook is back home in Laker land. Uh George, thoughts. I mean Honestly, my biggest question, please. yeah, no, definitely honest. My biggest question here was where are they going to get shooting from? Where are they going to get spacing from? I feel like they've addressed that, you know, in a in an okay manner during free agency. They they added a lot of shooters, but let's see how healthy they can be throughout the year because all these dudes are on the wrong side of thirty. Um, Russell Westbrook and LeBron, how's that going to work with both of them being so ball dominant? Um, I think the only way this works is if AD becomes a Chris Bosch type. And I don't know how well he's going to take that. Um, it's just, I love it so much on paper, but I, I need to see it executed properly. Because if not, it, it's it's basically Carl Malone and Gary Payton all over again. Um, I granted, that team final. had success. <laughs> exactly. That team had success. They went to the finals. But they lost to the Detroit Pistons, who were in no way, shape, or form the favorite to win that series. They just Mm -hmm. outworked the older, you know, I guess you could say more spoiled team. Um, And like I said, I like it. Does this team beat Brooklyn? I think it's competitive. Um, But now it's a question of Brooklyn can get points however they want. Lakers are going to be a solid defensive team. I'm not. I'm not going to deny that at all. Um, but are they going to be a solid defensive team? I think they will. I think they will. Oh, they still have Teague. So I mean, he I'm, can guard a bit. I'm sorry. I said, do you guys still have Taylor Horton Tucker? He can guard. Yeah, they got Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, I think a healthy AD, which is hard to come by, could still be a solid defender. Um, bringing back Dwight Howard was honestly uh, that was a good sign. the best signing they could have done because clearly the biggest thing they needed was rim protection uh, last year, and Marcus Saul wasn't that guy because he's just not that guy anymore. Um, Trevor Ariza, and everyone's hyped to have him back. Uh, you can Shout see that he's got a, yeah, he's got a lot of miles on those wheels now too. Um, kind of saw a little bit of that in Miami. Carmelo Anthony, I I thought it was just a great fit. It's he's a shooter. I I don't I don't I don't expect him to play any defense whatsoever. Um, Malik Monk, I like because you got to get some sort of youth, and hopefully they could expand his game. Wayne Ellington, another guy. It really just seems like you know, Rob Polinka opened his phone, started looking at all these like, okay, who can I sign that played with Kobe, and 
Yeah, because I mean, like, you got Dwight Howard played with Kobe, Trevor Ariza played with Kobe, Wayne Ellington played with Kobe, Kent Bazemore played with Kobe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I like the team. I like it. But as I've talked with you before, consistency and health is going to be such a key role on this team. And if you've seen the way the Lakers have dealt with that in the past, this past couple of years, you know, LeBron's trying to get hurt a little bit more. Now you could expect him to miss more games throughout the year, which is one thing that Westbrook kind of solves. So hopefully, and I think that's why Westbrook is a fit. You can't expect LeBron to play the full season anymore. And you clearly saw that the Lakers missed the floor general without LeBron being on the court. AD couldn't, AD wasn't able to be that guy. So Westbrook will hopefully help keep, you know, the foot on the gas pedal if LeBron goes down. But I mean, I'm excited to see what the team does. I, I'm like you. I'm excited to see what the team looks like because that's as big, honest as I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm. I'm a big Carmelo fan. I want him to win a ring, but I know mm-hmm. he's he's shit. Like he's shit on the defensive end. Yeah. I I want to see Malik Monk do good. I want to see him do well. I've been a big fan of him since Kentucky, but yep. he's always injury prone or he can't shoot for shit. Like he forgets how to shoot. Or he I, can't like, stay off the lead. I like Kendrick Nunn a lot. That's my guy. He can't play defense. I like Tayton Horton Tucker, but I he think can't he's overrated. He can't shoot. Yeah. And so it's like. Ah, like who else? Kent Bazemore been a big fan of his. He hasn't done shit for the past five years. He already had his best years are definitely behind him. Yeah. Trevor Reza, like that's the first product valet that I've known. Like he hasn't also done shit in five years. You saw yeah. how my he really missed Jay Crowder. Yep. Um, who else did you sign? Marcus Saw Wait. and Dwight. Wayne Ellington. Wayne. Well, okay. Wayne Ellington. I know a lot of people say, oh, he a shooter. He a shooter, right? He a shooter. He a shooter. Tell me what team he's been productive in, and then I'll tell you. What team has he really been productive with? What winning team? I got that one good year with Miami where I think they got to the playoffs, but that might have been it. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a good shooter, but where has he been productive? We've already tried this with the Lakers. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Are you going to bring up uh, my past comments about Carmelo and Westbrook? That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, I totally forgot, but yeah, man, and and you know what? Let's just go with Westbrook in general. George, you don't like James Harden because he had all these players and has never got yeah. them done. Yeah, let's if we can have Westbrook's teammates, all his past teammates on yeah. a team. I swear to God, it'll be the death squad. They're like yeah. ten deep. He's had Paul George. He's had Carmelo on the same team. And to be happened? fair, Carmelo was already way past when he did get Carmelo. Okay. Wh- okay. What happened? They didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. No, he I had, agree with that. He had KD and Harden. What happened? It didn't work. Okay. Who else did he have? Oh, that's right. He wanted to play with his friend, just James Harden. What happened? Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work for Bradley um, Beal. You know what? I want my own team, even though he had it at Oklahoma. Yep. Where did he go? Washington with Bradley yep. Beal. Yep. It didn't work. Like, this guy, I've lost I lost some respect for him. I'm not going to lie. 
Like he's been on four different teams in four different seasons, and the four consistent four seasons. Okay, he 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 looks out for his stats. I'm I'm just gonna leave it at this. The only reason, the only hope I have for this working is the fact that LeBron has made it work with other stars in the past. So this is gonna be squarely on his shoulders. Yeah, you know what? You're right. He has done that. But LeBron is he's 36. I, I agree. I agree. He's 36, and he will probably still be in the MVP discussion at the end of the season. No, uh, LeBron is amazing. I love LeBron. It's just like, fuck, this is a lot to ask for for a 36 going on 37-year-old. Because I think you what, the players on this team would have probably been the goon squad had they made a Space Jam with A Kobe. decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a decade ago. So we no, got that. I like who they have. I I actually really want it to work. I no, do. Same, same. But my there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. South wants it to work. <laughs> or no, sorry, fourteen maybe fourteen. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. What's the question? No, yeah. There's just no. I'm saying there's just a lot of questions surrounding this team. Um, yeah. Age, health. Um. You know, how well are they going to mesh? Uh, yeah. Where are they going to be able to get consistent shooting night in and night out? Yeah. Oh, I'll uh, give you – you know what this team's this team reminds me of? It reminds me of two teams. I'll tell you that right now. It why do remi- I feel like one of them is going to be Lob City? No, not at all. I wish. Oh, okay. okay. Um, it reminds me of the Cleveland Cavaliers team that had Dwayne Wade, Isaiah, Derrick Rose, <laughs> Jay Crowder, yeah. all those dudes, right? <laughs> you know yeah. what's so funny? Just thinking about it, years later, Derrick Rose got a contract. Uh, Jay Crowder got a contract. Like, they actually played. Yeah. But it reminds me of that team, and also it reminds me of one of the last years of the Boston Celtics when they had Rasheed Wallace. Shaq, Jermaine yeah. Kevin Garnett. It reminds me of that team more. Yeah. It reminds me of that team. That team would have been great a decade ago. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. So, but I love the names. I love Malik Monk getting some shine. I'm I'm wishing nothing but the best. I'm going to be honest with you. And I still think LeBron's going to probably do it. I mean, you got people saying that this team doesn't beat Brooklyn. Um, we'll see. That's all I can say. We'll see. I mean, last year I said that oh, Dennis Schroeder is going to be able to stop you know Kyrie. Neither one of these teams made it to you know the N- the NBA Finals, and I'm sure Dennis Schroeder would love to be able to get that four year, eighty four million contract offer again. But hey, things change in a year. Things change. Exactly. All right, let's go to the next team who they traded uh, with is the Washington Wizards. Let's just talk a little bit about them. There's really nothing to talk about. But they- I mean. I- Go ahead. You go for it. No, I was like, about to say, but they actually, like, they brought in five guys that can actually hoop. This mm-hmm. might be one of their deepest teams that they've had. What yeah. are your thoughts? I agree. I like who they brought in. You know, they got KCP. They got Kuzma. They got Harrell. They were able to turn the uh, the 22nd pick into Aaron Holiday and Isaiah Todd. Um, and then they just recently did a signing trade for Spencer Dinwiddie. So they're definitely deep. My only thing is six. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of. I feel like the term "big three is being thrown around very loosely this this uh this off season. Oh yeah, I mean, 
Agreed. They're like, oh, Washington's new big three of Bradley Beal, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Kyle Kuzma. And I'm just thinking, wait, Kyle Kuzma's already been or, – or they've already tried to make Kyle Kuzma the third option on a big three. And how did that go? You're going to tell yeah. me that he's going to have a better shot at being the number three guy with Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Beal? Uh-huh. No. So, um, I like the I, I, I like the team, but let's just let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's pump I the agree brakes. with you on that. I agree with you. Now, I think you would probably consider this a big three. This team we're talking about this is the Miami Heat. What are your thoughts? Oh, I I love, absolutely love what Miami's doing. Um, I know some of the, Kyle Lowry, for example, might be on the older side, but I mean they locked in Jimmy Butler to a longer deal. Um, Duncan Robinson got paid. P.J. Tucker, fresh off winning an NBA championship, he now has over there. Oladipo couldn't get much in- interest, so he had to return. Um, I just hope that doesn't happen with uh, with Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> um, <laughs> they got Gabe Vincent, who I'm not too too familiar. You know, they got Max Drews, who again, who I'm not too familiar. Dwayne Dedman, I mean, I don't know how good of a stretch five he still is. Um, and then they they, they landed Markeith Morris from from uh, from the Lakers, I believe. I. I like what they have. And then they're adding that to uh, already having Bam. I mean, Kyle Lowry stays healthy. Miami's a a, a really deep a, a really deep team out east as well. I mean, shout I, out to Pat Riley for putting together another another great team. Yeah, man. I, I the East is gonna be fun. That's oh yeah. Oh yeah. And what if if it all goes how it should, I don't even know if this team might make the playoffs, and that's the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Chicago? Uh, Chicago is another team for me anyways, where the term big three is being used loosely. I'm sorry, Chicago. Don't get me wrong. I love the last dance. You know, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I don't think he's, he's, he's the goat goat, but you know what? He's definitely one of the goats. Um, but Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. I don't think, I'm sorry. Vucevic. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't see it with DeMar. I saw it with Lonzo, Levine, and Vucevic. I don't uh, think that's a big three. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, DeMar, I'm would. I, I, I I'm a fan of DeMar. I, I think, uh, you know, he, he, could still get, he could still get buckets here and there. But the biggest thing on him has always been that he's never been an effective three-point shooter. Today's NBA, you got to be able to at least do it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and his game is the mid-range, which the NBA isn't so much there anymore. Um, Lonzo Ball, I think that was a great signing for them. Um, Caruso, man, that one hurt. That one hurt. Not gonna lie, L- losing Caruso hurt. Um, wishing nothing but the, uh, wishing nothing but the best in Chicago. Not really, crazy. really hope he doesn't get. Um, really hope he doesn't become that Della Vadova type of guy who played really well with LeBron. Leaves, you know, kind of gets gets paid, and then that production kind of dips. Um, wish him nothing but the best in Chicago. I believe they got they traded away Daniel Tice, um, and they signed. No, Tony they Bradley. have Daniel Tice, I think. Or who no, has Daniel Tice? The Rockets. Oh no, yeah, yeah the Rockets do have yeah. Daniel. That was a lot. So they traded, yeah, they they traded for Daniel Tice this last offseason. I mean, this uh, last season from uh, Boston, um, and then they went out and got Tony Bradley. I'm assuming uh, that that was mainly for depth. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like Chicago. Do they make the playoffs i don't know now that the east got more competitive that's going to be one of those as we get closer to the playoffs we'll see how they're doing for me the biggest question mark honestly is their head coach yeah billy donovan was not a fan of that one so i mean we'll see what chicago does but i mean it's 
it's not a big three. I'm sorry. And and we'll see. We'll, like I said, we'll see what they do as we get closer to the playoffs. I agree, man. I agree with everything you just said. Now let's go to uh, – I think it's going to be fun. I mean, I think it's going to be a fun team. Oh, yeah. I wish them nothing. Especially once you get um, Kobe yeah, White but, back in the mix, it should be yeah. fun. The mix, the best I think they'll do is like six to eight, in my opinion. Which is but, better um, than where they've been in the last couple of years. Exactly. And let's talk about another team who did phenomenal last year, and that's the New York Knicks. George. I mean, I said it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I like what they had. I feel like they're one big piece away. Is Kemba Walker going to be that one big piece? Probably not. Um, because, you know, Boston tried incorporating him into that. If he can play a little bit like he did in Charlotte, though, the Knicks are going to be uh, so much fun to watch this year as well. They brought back Julius Randle, who I'm so happy for, and, and, you know, his development and what he's doing out there. Um, Evan Fournier was a nice signing for them as well. Um, yeah. A, because yeah, it really hurt Boston. About that one. I'm sorry? I feel like not a lot of people are talking about that one. No, I mean they, they got a guy who's honestly who's gonna get his three point shot. He's 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 not a bad. I mean he can get his own shot as well. And the best part is that that really hurt Boston. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure New York Knicks fans, as much as you know, Laker fans, were so happy just to get Boston that one time. Derrick Rose coming back, pretty happy for him as well. Um, he just seems to really play well with the Knicks. Um, Nerlens Noel was probably one of the better rim protectors as well. He's back. Josh Gibson came back. He I mean, signed a just... contract. I'm sorry? I said he signed a contract. He wasn't going to let that $30 million go. No, Nerlens? No, no, no. You just... Not this time around. Nope. <laughs> and the shooter could have learned a thing or two. He should um, have. They look but, fun. yeah, I mean, the Knicks have a really good, like, you know, mix of veterans and, and really good young talent. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll definitely be in the playoffs, I feel. We'll yeah, be in the, the playoffs only, this year. The only thing I don't like is um, I don't know where Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin are going to be. I like, think if anything, they're going to just become more rotational depth pieces for now and hopefully, you know, get a little bit of seasoning for them. And yeah. Hopefully they can become those guys that they were drafted to be. Yeah, I agree. All right. So that was it for them. Let's go with the Pelicans. Uh what's happening and they gave up a lottery pick i think to uh or a first round pick to get out of lonzo and in return they got like thomas adoransky and Devontae graham like what what's like what are your thoughts on all that just quick thoughts um i really think that they have no direction i know they drafted zion i don't think Zion has been like the, the player they thought he was going to be and I, I I think that they would have been so much better drafting a guy like John Morant hindsight's always twenty twenty. I, I honestly think they just have no direction and they don't know how to build around Zion same I don't know what's going to happen I I think he's going to not extend his uh, contract with them and I don't blame him he's already getting paid by Jordan all right, next one, the Los Angeles Clippers. You wanted to talk about them, so go ahead. No, and, and I'm not trying to talk in any in any bad way. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, I'm just – I wanted to get more of your thoughts. You know, they re-signed Nick Batum on a two-year deal. Do you think he did enough last year for him to run it back with them this year? Of course. Okay. Yeah. He's doing well with France, too. Yes, he is. I believe I believe he might have had a, a game-winning block today against uh, Luca, right? 
I yeah. believe it might have been Batum. Um, secondly, Kawhi opting out. How nervous are you at the fact that he has yet to resign? And he said that he's going to listen to other deals. You know what? I, I'm not worried about him. I'm more worried about Reggie Jackson. What, okay. What's happening with Reggie Jackson? I thought he would have gotten picked up by now. Yes. And we would always be. He's going to get paid. Yeah. And not hearing his name at all is kind of a disrespect. So if we can sign Reggie Jackson, I'll be happy. Now, would you be willing to pay him what for what he did last season, or would you want him at a discount? Obviously, I mean, that's... he was getting paid shit last season, so I mean, I don't mind paying him a thirty million dollar contract. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that at all. But Kawhi, Kawhi, man, I don't know. Kawhi pissing me off. Kawhi pissing me off. And bro. then just kind of look back at it. Uh, I know people have talked about like the diva behavior. And and I agree with you. The fact that he was hurt and he was in, you know, in the press box rather than on the bench with his team, um, it, it just really seems like this is one of those, it's Kawhi and the Clippers. It's not so much a team. And and I don't know how far you can get building a team like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you, you just know the Clippers are going to bend over backwards to accommodate mm-hmm. Kawhi because of everything yeah. that they've given up for him at this point. And, and from a chemistry standpoint, how do you think that's going to go? Exactly. And, like, yeah, everything you said, even Kendrick said that. Like, Kawhi gets away with murder, bro. Like, mm-hmm. if LeBron did this, like, this shit would be everywhere. Oh, yeah. But, oh, um, yeah. yeah, man, I'm not a fan of it. You know, it makes sense why he left San Antonio, why he didn't resign with Toronto. It makes a lot of sense. You want to mm-hmm. get out of that. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Kawhi, Kawhi. Kawhi will do whatever Kawhi. I don't care at this point. Kawhi going to do Kawhi, right? Rather have a shitty team, but that plays with heart than have uh, a diva. I Which you saw with the, what, 2018, 2017 Clippers? Where they yep. snuck in at the 18. I was. I loved that team. That was a great team. I would take that team any day. And now, now I would feel more comfortable saying that team goes further with a different coach. Yeah, yeah. Well, then again, we played against the Warriors, so Ugh. I stand on my comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Phoenix Suns thoughts. I mean, they brought back Chris Paul, so that's good. Um, I guess he was the conductor last year. Cameron Payne came back, which again, that was great big. pickup for them. This is where I started having some questions, you know, because we discussed about. If they give Chris Paul this kind of money, can someone's got to go, and it's either going to be a inner bridges. The fact that they signed JaVale McGee, do you think the priority now becomes to bring back Bridges, or do you still and let and let uh, Aiden walk, or, or how do you see the Suns working that out? And they also I, traded for Landry Shaman. Yeah, I have no idea, bro. I have no idea what the fuck they're gonna do, cause that's rough. And I, they've never been a team to uh, pay pay the tax. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really hope they can keep that core. Um, but I don't know who else would offer a contract to either or. You don't um, see anyone maybe offering a little bit more to try to get, say, an Aiton? Anyone who may need a big like that? I'm not, I don't want to throw Orlando out there because of the Mo Bamba, the field experience, the field Mo experiment. Bamba, Jonathan Isaac, Wendell Carter experience. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe Boston? I don't know. That would, okay, that sounds kind of nice. Not going to um, lie. He's young enough to fit with the core that they have there. And yeah. I don't think that would involve them having to get rid of Jalen Brown. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe Portland. Um, I don't know, man. That's, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I would love to see Mikael Bridges in Charlotte. I just, man, you just, would love to see everybody and their mama in Charlotte. I liked in the draft. I want as Charlotte. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> nah, but I don't know, man. I, I have... Lalo, with the way Michael Bridges runs the floor and everything, that would be a really nice piece to have with running down with James Booknight and, and Lamelo running point. That's, yeah. It's nice. It's I nice. Like I don't know. That's a tough one, bro, because I have yet to hear anything. And, and I, don't... I, just feel like, I just feel like based on that, yeah, you know, I don't see the Suns getting back to the finals for a while again. No. And the thing is, maybe maybe they're able to keep both of them, and they won't offer contracts extensions until the following summer. But that's like a whole other year. Yeah, and you know where you're gonna be at. And right now, you still got that little hey, you know, we're in the finals. Maybe we should run it back. So you exactly. got that little thing not in the back happen. of your head. Yeah, next year you will not have that because I, like I said, I doubt they get to the finals. Oh, they'll Same. be in the playoffs, but I doubt they get to the finals. Same. Last team, the Boston Celtics. Is, is this the surprise team? This is the surprise team. George, tell me your thoughts on everything. All they did was get Ennis Cantor, right? That's it. That's all that comes up on NBA.com. You know uh, what's crazy? They might. I know I said this last year. I know I said this last year. In the forty-fifth pick, wow. they might not—they might not go to the playoffs. The East looks better than they did last year. Yeah, way better. And they got rid of Kemba. Yep. I so, mean, uh, Danny Ainge sucks. Nope, it's Brad like, Stevens now. Danny Ainge is gone. Oh, that's right. Well, he sucks too. But. That's wow. what I'm thinking about but, Oklahoma. Like, you can have fair, all those picks, but they don't mean shit. To be fair, though, this is this is Brad Stevens' first go. Uh-huh. You, you think you can give him a pass? You know, on the on the first year, mm-hmm. but to only do that. And do they have their coach already too? Have they been able to find their coach? Uh, it's Ma Udoko. He was a long time assistant oh, okay. I like him. No, but, so do I. So but a lot of their draft picks from that Kevin Garnett trade, they've Kevin already Martin. they already used them. Like, yeah, there's not much they could do. Okay, and, I'm gonna run down a list of Eastern Conference teams for you. Yeah, Atlanta Hawks. I think Atlanta's better. They'll be in the playoffs. Yep. Brooklyn. Brooklyn's better. Oh yeah. Charlotte. They'll probably fight with Charlotte. Yep. They'll be they'll be uh, competing. Chicago. They'll compete with Chicago. Yeah, I think Chicago might may even be better at this might. point. Cleveland, they'll beat Cleveland. Detroit, they'll beat Detroit. That's two. Hold on really quick. Uh, uh, Indiana. Indiana's still looking pretty good. 
And TJ Warren was hurt last year, so we'll still wait to exactly. see whether the bubble was real or not. Mm-hmm. So they're competing. Milwaukee, no. No. New yeah. York. Nope. No, I don't think I'm they're the, New York. I'm taking the Knicks over the over the Celtics. Orlando. They'll beat Orlando. That's three teams so far. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I think I think they're in the same boat, actually. I just think they have yeah. more talent to still on paper, they're gonna uh-huh. win. Okay. So then where we at? Where we at? We said Philly. Okay. Toronto. The they might beat Toronto. I don't know. If they trade Siakam, possibly. If not, they're probably on the same level. Yeah, same level. And Wizards. I think I a healthy think... Wizards team, I think it, it's better than the Celtics. I think so. Like, those teams, there's only three, like, shitty teams. Orlando, Cleveland, and Detroit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, they, they... hard. They, yeah, they just might miss the playoffs this year. Even with this 10-team play-in or whatever. Oh, that's right. Like, it, damn. Like, how how is that going to look when if Brooklyn's healthy, Brooklyn wins the championship, and Boston did is nothing. not in the playoffs? Yeah. 10, 12 years later from that Brooklyn Nets trade. Damn. Yep. That's just the best way to just I mean, I'm elated because for me it's like, hey, the Lakers might be able to get more championships now than the Boston Celtics. <laughs> yeah. But that's from a personal uh standpoint. Um, I think it just goes back to what you said. You know, draft picks are like um you maybe you compare them to cars. Yeah. But you, you really do just gotta give them up for established talent rather than just risk it. Yeah. You know? And luckily, Oklahoma sucks, but that's where I see them going. I'm not saying they're going to have the same success. But... I think the, the biggest difference between those two would probably be the pocketbook that the Celtics have that Oklahoma City doesn't, um, which is probably why Oklahoma City doesn't use a lot of those picks to get like pending free agents, because odds are they won't be able to pay that much for them after the fact. Mm-hmm. But Boston does not have that excuse. And to have had all those picks... Basically, oh. Brooklyn was in the dumps. And now you're looking at this Brooklyn Nets team competing for a championship while Boston just might miss it. And it's not like they were even that competitive while they were using all those draft picks. Nope. Damn. What a good day. What a good day. <laughs> On that note, y'all, that is it for today. Any last words? Uh, nah, man. I mean, let's just hope the Lakers stay healthy. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna try to watch some uh, summer league basketball. So I'm Ooh, always happy. That's a great that. way to spend the day. Hey, one summer, bro. You and me, we're gonna be in Vegas. Oh, I don't damn. know what summer it is, but we're gonna be there watching the games in person, shooting the shit, and yeah. Why stop there, man? Draft day. Draft. Oh, draft day too. We're going to New York. Let's do that. Let's do that. We're going where? 2023, New York. Ooh, okay, okay. Yes, is it Brooklyn or New York? Brooklyn, I think. Oh, perfect. Okay. So we're good. So, all right, then, y'all. Uh, that's it, man. All right. Take it easy.